Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Saints go to Indianapolis, come away with a big win, 4-4, four and four, now back home to face the Bears and then Minnesota. So two big ones in the NFC, but... Mickey, I guess, I don't know, we've, we've, we've been down this road before and every win is hard, every win is big, and you, you know, and then you go on to the next week, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have much time, you know, to enjoy them, uh, hence the 24-hour rule uh, that, that coaches talk about often. But, look, it's, it's – uh, you know, it's so difficult to win. It's especially difficult to win on the road. And so whenever you get a win on the road, um, that's pretty special. And because of the because of the mini buy, and there was so much talk about the things that were kind of ailing this team, so to speak, third down, red zone. I mean, it was kind of ad nauseum, right? And so to come out and, and do it and do it well, uh, and then it's, you know, immediately it's always, you know, well, you got to do it you know, back to back, you got to do it. You got to be more consistent. But that being said, 50% on third down, uh, strong in the red zone, uh, you know, played a big factor in this game. Yeah, look, we, um, you know, you said it uh, exactly right, is that the the things that have ailed us um, have been situations, um, particularly red zone and, and third down and, um Look, we've had opportunities, and yet we haven't been able to capitalize. So it was good to continue to move the football, which we did, um, and particularly good to get in the red zone and score. I think we were three for four yep. technically in the red zone, but the last one was, was um, you know, we, we weren't really – I shouldn't say we weren't trying to score. We were trying to score, and yet we, were, we knew that a field goal would um, – Burn some clock was there's no, yeah, there's burn, no we we're trying to burn some clock and then right. we knew that a field goal just puts us up two scores and and um effectively puts the game away so um that was good we had a lot of we had a lot of great play from a lot of different players um who contributed um and so that was good to see and i think we probably have talked about this before but because if you look at indy indy was two of three in the red zone one of one goal to go so it wasn't like they you know struggled in that area it's just that you as an offense can't struggle right you don't have to be perfect but you can't be one for four right one for three right um well 
look, we knew we knew going into this game that they had had success scoring. You know, they were the only team in the league that had scored 20 points every game. And so we knew that that um, they were pretty proficient at at scoring. You know, that two for three is a little deceptive in that. Well, it isn't deceptive because it's two for three, but we had them stopped um, and then committed a, a penalty and gave them a second chance and and they were able to score. So um, I would have liked to, that have been uh, one for three. But again, you know, it was uh, we put 38 points on the board. That was good to see. We had over 500 yards of offense. And, and um, you know, I think that's the third game in a row now that we've had at least 400 yards of offense. So that those are good signs. They're what we have been been accustomed to for so many years, um, you know, with Drew Brees and and, and uh, the offense that we have. We were accustomed to having a lot of yards and a lot of scoring opportunities and um, and being successful in the red zone. So when when that didn't happen early on, you know, you obviously you get concerned. Uh, the trade deadline passed uh, earlier. Uh, no moves by the Saints. Um, I mean, obviously. I'm trying to determine what the question would be, but I guess were you guys called? Did you guys get calls? Well, we talked to a couple um, teams about a couple of things, um, more in the acquisition area as opposed to trading somebody. We were we didn't really talk about trading anyone um, from our team, but we did talk to a couple teams about an acquisition. But um, I wouldn't say it ever got really serious. So you see kind of two schools of thought during this time, like Washington gets they they deal Montez Sweat, who you will face this week, assuming he plays. Also, Chase Young, they get a second rounder in 24 and a third rounder. I mean, I guess teams that are somewhat position heavy and just looking for some draft capital. Yeah, um, I think a lot of it determined is determined by, you know, how how you see the, the season playing out. Um and then you look at the, you know, your roster and, and the team, the guys that are coming, um, coming up as free agents and whether, you know, what's your opportunity to re-sign them. There, there's a lot of factors that go into making uh, a decision on, on trading a player. And then on the other side of that, it's say, hey, who can help us now, um, you know, accomplish our short-term goals um, or, you know, in, in some cases, um, you want an opportunity to have a player in your system and, and make a decision on having them for the long term. There, there seems to be, and maybe this is arbitrary, but there seems to be more movement in other leagues around the trade deadline than the NFL. Is that just based on, because in you know trade deadline in the NBA, one, one guy and in, in, in the NHL it can make significant impacts, whereas in the NFL, it's, it seems a little more difficult. I'm just curious. Yeah, but I, you know, I never really looked at it from the standpoint of us versus another league. I do think this, you know, when you have a hard cap, um, that makes things a little more difficult um, to absorb a contract. You know, at this time of the year, because typically a lot of teams, including us, are are you know up against the cap, and so you have to maneuver um, in order to add somebody. Um, you don't generally don't want to take away um, salary cap from a future year, so it, it's just a a little more diffi- difficult logistically. And I'm, I'm not saying it had any impact on anything financially, but it, it was always, I'm probably the only guy that, that finds out. I'm the first guy Saturday that asks your team about practice squad elevations because I'm trying to get my board set. 
uh, and you didn't have any this week. And I knew, and I knew you had the bug kind of going through, and it's been a while. I'd have to go back. I'm just, you know, not to have any practice squad elevations. Well, one, to me, it says that your team's in pretty good shape health-wise, and it just wasn't – you're not going to do it just for the heck of it because it counts as an activation. Right. Yeah, we have limitations on on activations. We did talk about uh, activating a player, um, and yet it ultimately came down to, uh, let's save the activation um for a time that's a little more critical it, it and you're right you know we've we've been a team that that uh almost every week we're going to have an elevation if not two um and i think most teams are in that category particularly once you get past the first four weeks of the season because you've got a lot of players that are banged up in our case we had you know a bit of a a, a, a virus go through our team and we had a lot of guys that were ailing and yet Man, a lot of guys that that had the bug found a way to um, to suit up and play on Sunday. Just curious, before we take the break, did that impact the administration? Did it go through with the building, or was it kind of limited to the locker room? Yeah, we had a couple um, upstairs that were sick, but fortunately, we we're not counting on those guys on Sunday for the most part. <laughs> We will take a break. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President Mickey Loomis, back after this on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis, talking about the Saints went over to Indianapolis. We'll talk a little bit about Chicago. We've talked about the trade deadline and I just thought it was interesting just because it, we haven't seen it a lot. And that was a healthy Jamal Williams who had an impact, a healthy Alvin Kamara who had a huge impact. Uh, Kendra Miller, healthy, made you know a couple of catches or, and clearly Taysom Hill. But to have those four, right, healthy, no suspensions, back in this lineup, uh, and it just seemed like it was – I don't know. It just seemed like you had some, there's only one football. I get it, but man, you had some options because they have different skill sets, right? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the most important thing there is that, uh, look, when you're running the ball, well, you're gaining positive yardage in early downs. It makes the latter downs, um, particularly third down so much easier when it's third and three or third and two, as opposed to third and nine. And, uh, look, credit to our offensive line who I thought did, you know, had, really their best game uh, this last week in terms of not only protection, but in the run game as well. And so 
um, Andres Pete, who was one of those guys that, that had a bit of that virus, you know, he, he, he uh, um, showed up and had a nice game and, and a couple other guys in the offensive line that, that um, did a really good job and yet we're feeling under the weather. Um, yes, we've got, we've got guys that can run the ball. Alvin, obviously we all know about his skill set. Jamal Williams, you know, we get to see him healthy, uh, see what he can do. Obviously Taysom has got a package that, uh, is is tough to stop and and um look we even lined up Colin Saunders in the backfield and and uh you know that's that's an effective and yet it's also fun to watch yeah and he you know you can see almost the emotion and excitement in him now Alvin said that you know usually he goes in for one play this time he went in for like three or four or five and it, you could see it was a different ball game for him yeah, he'll probably be asking for you know running back money here soon enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's fun. Look, it gives in it gives our guys some energy too. To, you know, to see someone do um, fill a role that that isn't you know part of the ordinary course of the game. And and uh, you know, Colin's such a great uh, great kid. He's a great guy. Not not kid. He's a great man. He's fun to be around. Very positive. Has a lot of energy and to see him uh, be excited um, to be on the football field in that role, it's I think it gives energy to our whole team. We talk about giving energy to your team. You know, I was looking back at Mike Thomas. So he had the most yards of his season was 68, the most yards per reception at 17. But if you look at he's this is his eighth game. And, it, and he, since 2019, he had only played in 10 uh, three and 22, none and 21, seven and 20. So he's almost played as many games this year as he has in the last three years. And and you see it out there and it's an offense that feeds on it. Yeah. And look, you know, Mike's just, he's, he's one of those players that, you know, if the ball's going to him, you can count on him catching it and, and, uh, and being physical and, you know, just doing Mike Thomas things that, that, uh, um, it's good to see, and I feel like each week, you know, it gets closer and closer back to, um, you know, how he was before he was injured. And so um, it's it's definitely important in terms of us winning, having, uh, you know, a player that's on third down um, and you have to have it, he, he's, he always shows up. So um, we're certainly glad to have him back out there, and, and it's good to see uh, him getting back to uh, the Mike Thomas we all know. Yeah, he he fought through the, the the stomach bug as as well. When when you look at where this team is now through week eight, plus three in the turnover margin, that's ninth in the NFL. Through week eight last year, you're minus nine, thirty second in the NFL. I mean, that's that's a difference of twelve turnovers in just eight games. I mean, that's not that's not the whole ball game, but that's that's, that's a big ball of wax right there. Yeah, well, look, turnovers is is look that's the most important stat uh, in terms of winning and losing in our game. And um, if you're on the plus side of that, you give yourself a chance. That's for sure. Um, and a year ago, man, we, we put ourselves in in a tough situation a number of times. Um, and so, look, it's been an emphasis. It was an emphasis all uh, during training camp and the off season, and our guys have responded to that um, pretty well. When you guys went out and signed Rashid Shahid uh, as an undrafted free agent, paid him a little more, paid him, I think, 222 total. 
and I think he made 705 his first year. Now he's making, you know, 870, no prorated bonuses, no roster bonuses. Wow. What, what, I mean, great job for that. If your administration, the scouting department, I mean, I, that's just a, what, what a find, right? Yeah. That will look, that's a credit to, um, you know, the area scouts and, and the guys that are out there, you know, looking at every player at every school and, and finding some characteristics that they like. And, you know, he was, he was a good player and, and was identified early on. We talked about drafting him, you know, late in the draft and, and, uh, um, you know, luckily we, we, you know, we had, we had some scouts that had a good relationship with the player and with his, with his agent and, and um, you know, Darren Rizzi and the special teams coaches were involved in that as well, because we really saw him first as a returner um, a receiver second. And so we've been, I would say we've been pleasantly surprised um, how quickly he's developed as a receiver. And that's a credit to our coaches and, and um, to Rashid himself. Right. He's in the NFL right now. He's second in the NFL with six receptions of plus 40. Tyreek Hill leads. He's got seven. But Tyreek's done it with 61 receptions. Shahid's done it with 23. Uh, so that's that's amazing in and of itself. And my final question for this segment is kind of along that lines, but it's about a drafted player, and that's Jordan Howden and his benefit, unfortunately, because Marcus May was out, which you don't want, but he was out. And then he was still dealing with the hamstring uh, and the illness this week. And so – but he just feels like he has just kind of grown as a fifth rounder. I mean, I guess, you know, one never knows, but uh, he's, I feel like he has just so, so has grown so much so early this year. Yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, I think that's right. Look, he, he was called into action um, because Marcus was one of those guys that had a tough week in terms of illness. Um, didn't, didn't get to practice a lot. And so, you know, Jordan has come along far enough that, our coaches felt comfortable playing him. He did a night, really nice job. You know, he, ha he has the hand injury that hampers him a little bit, but um, yeah, he, he's done a nice job for us um, in sub downs. He's done a nice job on special teams and, and obviously he's done a nice job, you know, when he's gotten a chance to uh, play in the regular defense. So we're excited about him. I'm not surprised because look, I think our, our guys did a good evaluation in terms of, um, finding a player that was mature and smart and, and uh, would be a good pro. And he's been all of that. We are talking with Saints Executive Vice President Mickey Lewis. Got to take a quick break. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Koss with Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. The Chicago Bears come to town. The last time you played the Bears was the playoff game in 2021. You won 21 to nine in front of 3000 people. And it's <laughs> 2021, like, you know, in the calendar doesn't feel very far away, but that game feels like a lifetime away. 
yeah it definitely it feels like it was a decade ago um yeah that whole season was was so um surreal i guess is the right yeah, word i think that's perfect um and, and um yeah that does seem like a decade ago in fact I, to be honest with you i don't remember a lot about the game <laughs> it, it, it's it was hard i mean i'll never forget the tampa saints game the home, the home opener with nobody right you had your practice squad behind in the stands they yep. had a practice squad and i think back then the practice squad was still just like 11 and that yep. was it. i mean you could hear sean screaming at the it was like it was surreal. I don't ever want to go through that experience again, but it was the most unique football game I've ever attended or watched. Uh, again, it was just it was a it was a strange, strange time. Want to spend the rest of our time talking a little bit about the Bears because you you go all right. The Bears are two and six. While you know I don't have Justin Fields, they must really be struggling, and they're eighth best on third down offense fourth best in the red zone, sixth best rushing the football, their ninth best passing the football. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes the record doesn't always – you've got a team that can do some things offensively. Now they struggled on defense, uh, obviously going to get Montez swept, but sometimes the numbers, you know, don't – the record doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah, look, they've done some good things, and, and – uh... They've, they've been in some close games and, and haven't been able to close the deal a couple of times. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that there's some there's some good signs of some things that they're doing. And yet they've also, you know, um, had the misfortune of having the quarterback hurt, um, having to go to a you know, rookie backup um, who's done some good things as well. So we'll have our hands full. You know, these games in the NFL, it's it's. Any team can beat another team. It, it just, it's just the truth. And um, we can't afford to uh, not be on our A game um, come Sunday. And, you know, the other thing is this, is that we need, I, I was so impressed with, uh, you know, our crowd, our fans in, in weeks one and weeks two in particular. Um, and we've got to give them, you know, a reason to be loud and proud and, and, uh, We've got. To, we need to play well uh, in front of our home crowd, and so uh, we're looking forward to Sunday and looking forward to you know putting our best foot forward. And because these next, they're all every game's important, but these next two are NFC games, and from the end of the season, that's that you know it's that's one of those deciding factors. I mean, you, you want you win your division, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I get that, but I'm just saying these these next two before you hit that bye week. Uh, as you know, there's a step up because it's conference games. Yeah, well, it's conference games, and it's remember this. You know, we're in, we're in a dog fight to win the division first, right? And so, right. one of the uh, things that is looked at is common opponents, and and so we're all going to play the uh, NFC North teams, uh, and so it's a common opponent, and and we're going to be measured against what um, you know Atlanta and Tampa and Carolina do against the same same opponents, and so. Um, it just puts a little extra emphasis on the importance of the game. Coming up a little later in the show, we're going to have Kai Harley, who was promoted uh, to your vice president. He was your VP of football administration. Now he's an assistant GM uh, of VP of football operations. I guess, first off, tell me about the promotion. And, and certainly I know just from talking to you and talking to him, uh, what he means to this to this franchise and what how his role changed 
Yeah, look, I, I think the promotion is just a little more reflective of what he's um, what he's been doing for you know quite some time. Look, he he's he's a guy that we rely on, that I rely on. Um, he he's very smart. He's very talented. Um, he, he you know the assistant GM role. It's it's really who who are the sounding boards in our building when we're making decisions. Um, administratively you know and it, it, it's kai it's jeff ireland it's michael parenton and so it's just reflective of of a role that he's had for a long time and um he, he's just a really valuable member of our administration of our football operation um probably a little bit of an unsung hero um for us uh, a lot of good ideas come from him um and so look that the title just reflects that is there any amount of money I could pay you to do his job? <laughs> I've done his job. That's, you know, that's where I started. I guess uh, right rather before, before for years. So had, I've, I've done that job and, right. and, and uh, I look, I know what it entails. And, and um, Kai, look, Kai's got a great um, ability to, to communicate effectively with, you know, everyone in our building, with our coaching staff, with, with our scouts and, and he's just, like I said, he's a valuable member of our team and, and look, he'd be a, he'd be a excellent general manager for someone uh, at some point, as would, as would Jeff Ireland and as would Michael Parenton. Well, thank you. Best of luck. You're right, man. This, the Saints crowd are, are sitting on the edge of their seat. You know, I'm sure they were going when they were watching the end of the game going, man, if we got some plays like that, man, we'd, we'd explode. So, uh, good luck Sunday with the Bears and then up in Minnesota and then get that that week off. But uh, putting back-to-back -back together will be big. So I appreciate your time as always. You bet, Mike. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.